Welcome to Home and Classroom Shorties, where we update you on what's happening and share a bright idea or two in 15 minutes or less. I'm Kate. And I'm Claire. Happy 30 days of play. Same to you. It's my favorite time of year. But before we get into the fun stuff, we have some important updates for you on the payments for retroactive absences grant out of New York State OCFS, paying for child care with the Child Care Assistance Program, and some partner events you won't want to miss. Okay, so here we go. In October, the Office of Children and Family Services began accepting applications for the retroactive absences grant. This is a one-time grant opportunity for licensed, registered, enrolled, or permitted providers who are currently open and in good standing and served at least one child in receipt of child care assistance from the New York Child Care Assistance Program during the time periods of April 1, 2020 through March 31, 2021 and or April 1, 2021 through November 30, 2021. That's right. And I recently had the opportunity to sit in on a webinar about this grant opportunity. And here is what I learned. Unlike the other grants that have been coming out, this one does not have an open application portal. Providers who are eligible received a direct application link in their email. If you believe you should have received this invitation to apply, check your junk and spam folders for an email that came from pop at ocfs.newyork.gov. This link is specific to you and shouldn't be shared. So if you got one and your friend didn't, please don't share. There is an email address to send in questions to get things sorted out, and we'll share that in the show notes. I also learned that the application portal works best with Microsoft Edge or with Chrome. Some applicants have tried to access via their smartphones and it's just not working. And last, read through the entire application and contact the OCFS help desk email if you have any questions before you submit. Some of the actions on the application are difficult to undo. Applications are being accepted until December 16th at 11.59 p.m. The initial payments will be electronically delivered within approximately 30 days of completing all application requirements. If you have any questions, give us a call. Speaking of the New York Child Care Assistance, this is the child care assistance that helps eligible families with some or all of the cost of child care. Each local social services district manages the CCAP with funding and support from the Office of Children and Family Services. For families, this means you could potentially have some or all of your child care costs covered. You can choose a provider that meets your needs as long as they are licensed, registered, or enrolled as a legally exempt provider. You can even ask a family friend or a relative to enroll as a legally exempt provider. For any families listening from Albany, Rensselaer, Saratoga, or Schenectady counties, the Workforce Development Institute can help you through the process. Simply visit their website and click on the green pre-screen button. And any listeners in Schenectady can visit Schenectady County Cares. This is an online application portal developed by Schenectady County that streamlines the process so families can apply for assistance conveniently. If you're a child care provider, the New York Child Care Assistance means the local social services district will pay you up to the cost of care or up to the applicable market rate by either paying you directly or by sending the money to the family to pay you. You may also be eligible for enhanced or increased rates depending on your qualifications, ability to provide care during non-traditional hours, Provide care to special needs children or other circumstances, for example, like the retroactive absences grant we talked about earlier. 
We'd like to invite you to an attendant information session to learn more about the Early Childhood Workforce Scholarship. There are free info sessions coming up November 15th, 19th, December 3rd, and December 6th. You can also learn more from our colleague, Beth St. Dennis, who is your own personal professional development guru right here on Shorties next week. She'll be joining us for a quick chat about all things professional development. We also have an opportunity coming up on November 14th with our friends from Quality Stars New York. We're hosting an information session just for Capital Region providers. You may not have heard, but Quality Stars is expanding in the Capital Region, and now is a great time to get on board. They can help you with professional development, room furnishings, one-on-one support, and more. So please RSVP for this free info session today. Okay, moving on to play. Yay! Join in the fun. You're invited to play with us every day in November as we explore the value of play and how essential it is for early childhood development. Follow along with our interactive 30 Days of Play calendar on our website or on our Facebook page for some playful inspiration. All month long, you'll find entertaining tip cards, fun-filled recipes, and more. And now for some bright ideas. Our first bright idea comes from the Home and Classroom Magazine toy issue. Check out the article, What Makes Story Stones Shine? and Make Your Own Story Stones. Story stones can be painted with pictures of familiar book characters or random items that children recognize and that might inspire them to build a story. Animals, vehicles, a birthday cake, balloons, trees, a rainbow, different forms of weather, faces with feelings, or planets are all great stones to start with. The sky is the limit. You do not need to be an artist to make story stone magic happen, but you do need to be a collector of large flat rocks which could be a wonderful activity to do with children. Then you can sketch and draw or paint on your stones. They can be used along with books to help children illustrate a story or as colorful additions in the block area. Our second bright idea comes from our friendship skills tip card. Whether you're playing alone with one friend or in a small group, it's important to remember to be a good friend. Tip one, set up a successful play experience by pairing two children so that you have the opportunity to point out and celebrate the positive behaviors you observe. This also gives you a chance to model play interactions and guide children through problem solving, building skills as they play. Tip two, work social skill building into your small group play. Skills like communicating and expressing feelings can be developed by talking through situations as they occur. By practicing with a small group during play, children can explore feelings and solutions with friends. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for more news and playful bright ideas. Everything we mentioned here on today's episode will be linked in our show notes. You can find that on our website. Click on Sandbox and Home and Classroom. That's what's happening this week. Find our show notes on our website at brightsideup.org. Click on Home and Classroom. Also look for our Instagram page at Home and Classroom on Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. By doing so, you're helping to create a world where all children are understood.